good, isn't he? Well, happy 4th of July weekend. Let's give the Lord a hand for our nation. How about that? Amen? Thank you. Aren't you glad that uh, for our nation? And uh, I know it has a lot of problems, but it has a lot of good, and it's going to even get better. Amen? Because uh, we're here. You're here for a purpose in our nation. God's placed you here, and, uh, and uh, the prayers of a righteous man and woman avails much. Amen? How many guys pray for our nation all the time? And I encourage you to do that. Well, I'm going to take a step outside of 1 Corinthians today. It's, it's, it's gonna, I, I think it's going to be a short message. Not promising you anything. But, um, but the Lord gave me a word uh, for today, for our nation, for you. Um, and uh, I want to give that word today. And so um, you can follow along on our app if you want to. There's some notes on our app you can follow along with, or you can write your own notes there. Um, if you don't have our app, you can search it for Cornerstone KC on your app store. Um, turn to Isaiah chapter 43. And so this is the scripture the Lord gave me this week. And so I wanted to step out of 1 Corinthians. We'll continue with 1 Corinthians next week. Um, but um, Isaiah 43 verse 18, and this is the word the Lord gave me. And I have a few points, and then, and then we'll, um, we'll leave. It says, forget the former things. Do not dwell on the past. So Isaiah's, the Lord's saying to Isaiah, forget the, the past. How many guys have a past, by the way? Every single one of us, right? Forget the past. Do not dwell. That's a key phrase. Don't dwell on it. I mean, it's hard to f- completely forget, right? So the, the whole whole heart of this first part of this verse is don't dwell on the things in the past. And so when I'm, I'm hearing the word from the Lord, I, I really felt like that there may be some of you that are dwelling on the past. And a lot of times we say this, I wish it was back then, right? Those were good times back then, right? But you know, a lot of times we, we have a forgetful memory, right? Sometimes we don't like to remember the bad things, But in the past were good things, but there also was troubles and trials and hardships. And a lot of times, even when we're thinking about not only our own lives, we're even thinking about our nation, that we are always looking towards the past, and we want the past to come. But but here, the Lord's saying here, he says, forget the former things. Do not dwell in the past. Look at verse 19. See, I am doing a new thing. Now, love, love this next part. Now it springs up. But here's the question. Do you not perceive it? So that's telling me that God is doing something new in our lives. And a lot of times, because we're dwelling on the past and we're looking backwards, we're looking at the rearview mirror, we're not actually seeing what he's doing now. And he's, he says, he says it's, it springs up. Do you not perceive it? Can you see it right now? And, uh, and I, I know for me, I know that when I'm looking at the past and wishing that was here, that was now, whatever the past, it could be the, the, the 80s for some of you, I don't know why, or the 70s, definitely not the 70s, but it could be, I mean, sometimes some of you may be the 50s, I'm not sure, it could be the 90s, some of you were just born, wish it was yesterday, you know, it doesn't matter. But he's saying, don't dwell on it. Yeah, there was good things, but there was bad things or something, but listen, I'm doing a new thing. And I want you to be a part of it. And I want you to, to, to get into it, but are, can you see it? Can you see it? He says, I'm making a way in the wilderness 
and streams in the wasteland. I'm making a way. And he, he says, yes, I know in the present, and trust me, back then you were looking at the same thing. You're looking at the hardships, right? More than the good things. And I remember, I brought up a whiteboard one time here on the stage, and I put a dot in the middle, and, and I said, what do you see? And everybody said, a dot. But there was more clear space than anything else. You didn't say that part, you saw the dot, and that's what we focus on. It seems like in our lives that we focus on what's bad instead of what the good is around us. Even though there could be one thing that's bad and everything good, that's all we focus on even in the now. And so we're missing something. We're missing what God is doing now. And especially when we look at the past, even though those are good things, God says, don't focus on them. Don't dwell on them. I'm doing a new thing. And I don't want to miss him making that way in the wilderness. I don't want to miss him providing streams in the desert, in the wasteland. I don't want to miss that because that's a, that's a now verse. This is now. This is happening for you now. And this is the word of the Lord. I feel like the Lord's giving us, giving us as a church, even us as a nation. Because I believe that God is not done with our nation. I believe it's good things, greater things can come. But we've got to change our focus on not not wishing that it was back then, but God is doing something now. See, when we dwell on the past and on the good times of the past, we miss what God is doing now. And listen, there was trials, there was tribulations, there was something that was going on in that past, but you have grown. God had, you have grown now. You are different than you were then. I don't, I don't, be honest with you, I don't want to go back to the past because I'm a different person. I'm a different man. I've grown spiritually, and hopefully all of us have grown spiritually. I've grown relationally. I've grown, and and I've definitely grown in other ways. I wish I didn't, but anyway, but we've grown, and God has done something in my life and something good in my life, and I want to see what he's going to do now because there's something the Lord wants to move you into, and when we are focusing on the past, that stops us from moving into the new thing that God has for us. God wants you to move into it. What is God saying now? What does he want to do now? What is the vision for, for your life now? What does God want to do in our country now? Stop focusing on the bad things now and wishing you had what you had back then. God wants to give you more and exceedingly, abundantly above all that you ask or think now, in the future, tomorrow, the next day, and the next day. He wants to bless you more now. Yeah, you're going through troubles, but listen, can you perceive it? Something's springing up. Something's going on. God's going to make a way in the desert. He's going to make streams in the, in the wasteland. But if you don't see it because you got yourself looking backwards, you're going to miss everything that God is doing. It is a new day. I was talking to a pastor that was in Kansas City, and he was talking about some things, and he was concerned because of some things he, he has to do. He feels like, you know, some things that God is moving them into. And I said, today is a new day. And he says, you know what? That's right. Today's a new day. I don't care if there's inflation. God's going to provide. I don't care what's going on. God's going to provide. And today is a new day. Who cares what they said about you yesterday? You're a different person today. 
right? You're a different man. You're a different woman. Who cares what happened in the past? That's under the blood of Jesus. It's time to walk in it. It's time to start looking around. It's time to put a smile on your face. It's time to ask God, God, what can you do now in me and through me? Amen? So I'm going to give you six things real quickly that you need to do. Number one, you, de- you need to let go of the past. You need to put your focus on what God is saying now. Like Paul, Paul said in Philippians chapter three, forget what lies behind. He says this in verse 13. Brothers and sisters, I do not consider myself yet to have taken hold of it. But one thing I do. One thing. There's many things he probably could have done. But one thing I do. I'm forgetting what is behind and straining toward what is ahead. I press on towards the goal to win the prize of which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. That word press on literally means to set in rapid motion. Press on. When we look back, we are held back. But when we put our trust in God and look forward, we are propelled with his direction. Some of you need to lay it down and give it to God. You need, in a sense, repent for holding on to your past. Whether it's good, and I know, or bad, you need to let it go. Today is a new day. His mercies are new every morning, and he has something for you to do now. He he wants you to become something new now today is a new day that means i can be a new man you can be a new woman today in christ jesus and god can give you everything you need to be the success that he's called you to be in christ jesus press on let go of the past press on number two you need to embrace what god has for you you need to embrace what god has for you proverbs chapter 11 verse 27 says this Whoever seeks good finds favor, but evil comes to the one who searches for it. So he says, when you seek after something, if you search for good, what will you find? Favor. You're going to find good. If you're searching for good. But if you search for evil, if you search for bad things, if you're dwelling on bad things, what does it say it's going to do? Evil will find you. Isn't that what it said? It says, evil comes to the one who searches for it. Evil will find you. But why do we search for evil? Why do we search for evil? Why do we always look at the bad part of this person? Huh? Why do we always look what's bad in our country? Why do we always look what's bad going on right now? That's the focus. But all this good that God has for you is out there. That's what's called, that's faith. Speak those things that be not as though they were. If you search for good, you'll find favor. If you search for evil, it's going to find you. Isn't that powerful? But isn't that true? It's going to find you. That's why you go through all, all the scriptures. You look at Jesus when he even talks about judgment, judging other people. And you know the, the verse that says, press down, shaking together, running over, is actually not an offering verse. It's actually a judgment verse. Because in, in, uh, in Israel's days, 
they would, the farmers would go farm, but they, they couldn't collect the harvest from the corners of the farm. And that was for the poor. And the poor can take a basket and only come in with one basket, and they can collect all they did. Press down, they would press it down, shake it, and they would put more in it and do it over and over again until it's running over because that's all they could have. Guess what? I'm going to get as much as I can in my basket to go out. And so Jesus, when he's talking about that, he's talking about judgment. If you judge, it will come back to you, pressed down, shaken together, and running over. Will man put into your bosom? So when you are focusing on evil, when you're focusing on the bad, especially the bad of the person, guess what's going to happen? It's going to come back to you. And that's the law of sowing and reaping. If you're searching for good and speaking good and thanking God for the good, guess what happens to you? Good. Try it out. It works. But if you're always focusing on the negative, guess what's going to happen? That's all you're going to see is negative. In fact, be honest with you, it doesn't even have to come searching for it. It's all around you already. And the only way we get out of the negative, the only thing way we get out of the evil, of what sin has produced in this world, is because our focus is not on evil. Our focus is not on sin. Our focus is on Jesus Christ. Amen? That's why it says in Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1, lay aside every weight and every sin that easily slows you down, besets you, so you can run this race with patience. Then verse 2, looking unto Jesus, the author and the perfecter of our faith. That's what he looked at. In fact, Jesus, when he was going to the cross, he didn't look at the cross because he knew if he looked at the cross, that would probably would have not been a good thing. What it says, it goes on and says in verse 2, for the joy that was set before him, he endured the cross. The joy, who's the joy? You. Knowing you was the joy that was set before him. Knowing you was that joy. Knowing what his sacrifice and his resurrection was going to provide, knowing that was the joy that was set before him. And he has that for you. That's why we need to embrace what God has for you now. Start speaking those good things. Know those, woe is me, God help me. No, speak God what God is saying to you now. God, I thank you. That's why we do declarations on our finances. Because I don't want you to focus on what goes on in the world does not have to go on in you. Amen? Amen. What goes on around you doesn't have to be you. Focus on what God is saying to you now. What is God speaking to you? What is God saying to you? Get into that. Start looking at the good. Start thanking him for the good. Thank you, God, that I I, I get to go out and I get to, to hang out with you today. Thank you, God, I had a meal on my plate today. Amen? Start thanking the Lord for those things. So embrace what God has for you now. Number three, when you let go of the past, you can be optimistic because your future victory is greater than your present pain. And I don't know what you're going through right now. And I don't know what you've been focusing on. And I'm I'm not saying that it's not real because I know what pain feels like, not just physically. But I know what pain feels like relationally, and I know what pain feels like um, um, emotionally. I know that pain. In fact, probably every single one of us does. But you've got to realize that there's something greater coming. Don't focus on it. Focus on what is to come. 
If someone's calling you names on Facebook, trust me, I, have, I had a lot of that. Don't focus on that. Focus on the name that Jesus calls you. Right? Focus on those things. In Romans um, chapter 8, verse, um, I think it's verse 18, it says this, I consider that our present sufferings are not worth comparing with the glory that will be revealed in us. There's a glory that God wants to reveal in you. And even though you're going through something, and, maybe, and God probably didn't cause it, but that definitely, he's going to use it for his glory and for your good. Trust me. He's going to turn around those things that was meant for harm, and he's going to turn it to good. Trust me. I've seen it every single time in my life. That God will always make it good. You focus on him. The problem is the enemy wants you to focus on the bad, the pain. And when you focus on the pain, and I've done this too, it just gets you deeper and deeper into that pain. And you've got to focus on what is God saying to you now. Because there's something coming up. And you say, well, Sean, Paul didn't know what he was talking about. Paul knew what he was talking about. Because Paul threw, went through every bit of something that's significant that you and I have gone through. He was beaten multiple times. He was shipwrecked. He was whipped. He was left for dead. In fact, they thought he was dead. Uh, he looked so dead that they, that they thought, man, you are gone. He was snake-bitten over and over again, tortured for his relationship with Jesus. And he says this, I consider those present sufferings not even worth comparing to the glory of what God is doing in me and going to do to me. So I don't know what you're in the middle of right now. I just know that God has something greater for you. And this word is for you. Don't dwell on that past. Don't dwell on that pain. Yes, we need to get help. We need counseling. We need, we need people around us. Yes, you need that. But don't dwell on it. Start looking forward. Start writing down a vision. Start, start praying. God, give me words. What is for me today and what is for me tomorrow? Because I want to embrace something more than this pain. I want to embrace what you have for me. I want to see those, those wells springing up. I want to perceive it. I don't want to miss it. I want something more. So I'm optimistic, not just because of what, how I feel, but because of what God says to me now. I'm optimistic that God, there's something greater coming. I'm standing for your word. I'm standing for what you called me to do. I'm standing who you called me to be. I'm worshiping you. I'm not focusing on the dot. I'm focusing on everything else that you have for me. There is a glory for me to walk in and I'm intending to walk in it. No matter if anybody else comes with me, I'm going to be there. You've got to get such tenacity, such a, a, just a heart to go after God no matter what phase of life you're in but you cannot stop you cannot look back you've got to look forward and says today is a day of salvation today is a new day mercies are new this morning and I receive it in Jesus name God has something better for you I'm optimistic that God has something greater for us you have nothing to worry about when your God is your God. Jesus is your Lord, and you don't care what the devil says to your ear. You just knock him off, and you continue to walk forward. Number four, when I let go of my past, my mind is filled with the peace of God. 
Romans 8, 6 says this, the mind governed by the flesh is death, but the mind governed by the spirit is life and peace. And this is what I've learned to do because controlling your thoughts is one of the most important things you can do as a person, as a believer, because this is where everything happens. Because once you start dwelling on it, that's why Jesus talked about sin. It's not that you just did it. It's actually happened before when you thought it. When we begin to dwell on the evil and we begin to dwell, how many guys have dealt with anxiety? I have. Waking up at 3 a.m. in the morning and stuff flooding your, your, your mind. And guess what my flesh wants to do? Think about it. It wants to dwell on it. And so this is what I've learned to do. It's a fight, but it's a fight of faith. That's what it is. It's a fight for faith in God or faith in yourself, in your flesh. So Paul says the flesh is going to bring death. So the mind governed by the flesh is death, but the mind governed by the spirit is life and peace. So I, somehow, some way, I need to get into the spirit. The only way I'm going to have peace and get rest is I'm going to have to pray. And I'm going to have to refuse to think on those things that aren't of God. Those things that have hurt me. Those things that I'm, do, I'm, I'm worried about. Those things that I'm fearful about. I've got to lay those things down and I've got to think on the word of God. So I've got to get my Bible out. I've got to put some worship music on. I've got to start praying. I've got to start speaking the opposite of what my mind wants to think on. And when you start to do that, you begin to get into the spirit. And guess what happens? I start to sleep. I fall asleep while I'm praying. And that's the best thing you can do. Amen? Because there's peace knowing that God's got you. There's peace knowing that there's something greater coming. You may be in hell right now, but listen, there's a ladder that you're climbing out of. And God's bringing that to you. And you've got to remember that, that there's peace in the presence of God. There's joy in his presence. There's not joy when you're worried and you're concerned. And your flesh makes you think that I have to think about those things. You don't have to think about anything like that. In fact, it does you no good to worry. In fact, it harms you. Even, even all the, the, the doctors say that anyway. It harms you to worry. It harms your body. So you got to be thinking on something else. That's why you need to embrace what God is doing. And when you embrace what God is doing and saying, then you can have that peace. And it's a fight. Don't get me wrong. It's hard. And sometimes that's why we need each other. We need each other to encourage one another. To keep on going. And you need that in your life. Because sometimes you can't do it alone. So you need to call somebody. You need to talk to somebody. You need to wake somebody up like Lisa does. Me, Shauna, you asleep. The snoring would have said something to you. But anyway, um, you've got to embrace what God is doing. And number five, when I let go of the past for me, who can ever be against me? Because God is for me. If God is for me, who can be against me? That's what I, I love. I love that verse. God is for me. Who can be against me? 
You may have somebody against you right now, but they're not your enemy. Amen? People are never your enemy. They may act like your enemy, but they're not your enemy. There is an enemy. It's the devil. And if God is for you, who can be against you? You don't have to worry about a thing. You embrace what he's doing because God's got your back. So what does it matter what people say? What does it matter what people do? What does it matter? Because God's going to make a way in the wilderness, right? He's going to bring streams of living water in the desert. Can you perceive that? So let go of the past. Because number six, and the final thing, when you let go of the past, I'm free to do what God wants me to do and to become who God wants me to become. I'm free. There's freedom in that. God, I, 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 I'm sorry for thinking about the bad things. I'm th- sorry for dwelling on the past. Maybe there's mistakes you made, but you've learned, right? You've repented of those things. It's time to start anew. It's time to believe God for something greater. Even in our country, we're celebrating July 4th tomorrow, amen? Hope you guys go buy some fireworks out there. If you can't afford it, don't worry about it. Just go outside. You'll have plenty to look at, right? Let your neighbors do it. But just wonder, just think about this. The greater days are yet to come in our country, in our, our own lives, in our city. Why is that? Because we refuse to dwell on the past. We refuse to dwell on the pain. And we choose to dwell on what God is doing now and to become who God's called us to become and to do what God's called us to do. You guys ready for that? I want to pray for you right now. So go ahead and bow your heads, close your eyes. I want to pray for you. If you're online, do the same thing. If you're going through something right now, which I'm sure in some ways probably all of us are, that I want us to right now just let go of it and give it to the Lord. That's why, that's why the, the Bible says, cast your cares upon the Lord so he can basically take care of you. So we're going to do that right now. We're going to cast all our cares, all our worries. We're going to let go of the past right now, and we're going to embrace what God has for us. I'm going to pray for you right now that that's going to happen. So Father, right now in Jesus' name, we refuse anymore, any longer, to think about the past, to think about the problems, the pains, the hurts, or to wish that we were back in the past. Because we want to embrace what you have for us today. That God, even in the present, we're not going to focus on that pain or that hurt. That we're going to dwell on what you are doing. We're going to embrace, God, what you have for us right now. We choose right now to speak words of faith, words of truth over our lives, over our family over um, this church, over this city, over our nation, God, we choose to speak the word of God right now and embrace your move. Embrace what you're doing in Jesus' name. 
And Father, right now, we thank you, God. Today is a new day. Today we receive everything that you have for us, your will, your power, your authority in Jesus' name. And we refuse to go back. We refuse to look back. And we choose to look forward into what you have for us today. We thank you, God, right now for your word. God, let it go into us. Holy Spirit, speak to us right now in Jesus' name even more. And God, we choose to make a step forward in you. Everybody said amen.